Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Duchess of Sassy Town, and I am on my blue throne. I hope everyone is doing well today. Um, there's a lot going on right now, and emotionally, people are all over the place. Um, it's it's interesting to see what's going on in this country, and for those little kids that are ending up in the hospital. Man, I'm sending them up because who cares about these kids? Obviously, some of the parents don't. So let's just, you know, send them up for the kids. We've had three senators, two senators, I'm sorry, and a governor get COVID and they're all vaccinated. And they get to get the better treatment of Regeneron, which is $1,200 a shot. And it's the same concoction that the former president got that made him well so fast. It's interesting to see these people that want to lead, how they're leading people in the wrong direction. I think it's more interesting to see the people that are following this direction because when they chew you up and spit you out, what are you gonna do? But I'm not here to talk about politics today. Go ahead, clap, yell, scream, whatever. I want to discuss the people around you. Do you know who the people are that you surround yourself with? If you do, can you trust them? Think about that. Do you know the people you surround yourself with and can you trust them? The reason I ask is every day I'm more enlightened and in tuned to what's happening around me. And I was telling a friend this morning and I told another friend last night this is something different that it's so different, I can't explain it. The only thing I can explain is if, you, if you've seen that commercial, there's a, a black guy in the desert. Mind you, the sand is white. The cooler is white. He opens it up. It's a cooler full of water. And he starts screaming, why, why? Okay, so he's screaming, why y'all? And then a black helicopter flies over. And then a white man drops out this little bitty flavor thing. He jumps around, the black guy, jumps around, starts screaming, I'm saved, I'm saved. So he can put this little bitty flavor pack in this water, yet he's still in the desert. I thought about that when I saw it yesterday, and I've seen it before. Yesterday, it hit me. That commercial is like a metaphor for how this town is. It's majority white. And the black and brown people are on the sand. And every time they open something, they get a little packet of something to make them think they're getting more and they get all excited and happy about it. But you're still on that desert. I don't think people look at a commercial that deeply, but I did. And that's what I come up with because all we need now is the clock tower to go off at a certain time of day and you take your little pills. That's how it is. People eat their own, just like, you know, some animals eat their young. Well, humans are the same way. You know, you, you put yourself in a situation and you just kind of watch them swarm around, around each other. Who's creeping on who? Who's doing what? Oh, what do they have? Is it better than mine? Let me go get it as well. Instead of just staying in your own bubble and living your best life the way you choose. 
people kind of get lost in free will. If somebody else is doing something, that doesn't mean you have to go out and do the same thing. You're choosing to be a follower and not a leader. Somewhere down in the line, you have to stop and think. Did your parents teach you to be leaders or did they teach you to be followers? I raised a leader. I'd like to consider myself a leader, but I have been beaten down. And I'm not embarrassed by it. I talked about it last week. Coming here does something to you. I don't care what your intentions are. If you are not from here and you come here, mentally it's easily to get beaten down. Now, it's interesting how a lot of people ended up here. And they come from Chicago and they come from Milwaukee. They bring that same mentality here. That same mentality isn't always good. Everything seems to have an angle. You know, people want something for something. They don't value your time. They don't value anything. They just want something. However they can get over if you're not in tune with whatever that person is doing, you're kind of like ostracized, except for the fact they probably don't know what the word means. And you sit back and you think, and things start hitting you, and things start making sense. And that's what happened to me. Things started making sense. And it's kind of like, I'm not exactly on the outside. I am at the table. I just don't discuss that with everybody because everybody doesn't have good intentions. And that includes the people I'm sitting at the table with. So I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. So if everybody has an angle, and I really don't have an angle unless you consider trying to help build this community. Okay, that's an angle. But I'm not going after anybody. You know, I'm, I'm not making videos every week saying how I'm being harassed by the police because it's not happening. I'm not putting tidbits in everybody's ears so they can get together and sit down and have lunch and a beer. I'm still to myself most of the time. I'm okay with that. I am because there are not many people I trust and it's still the same. I didn't trust many people back in Illinois. My circle is small. If I don't vibe with you, I don't deal with you. There is a person, there's two people I talk to very often and I'm okay with that. However, I do know well over 70 people now, so I'm impressed with that since I've been here. But again, not everybody is out to see you do the greater you. They're concerned about the greater them. And instead of looking in the mirror and taking a good hard look at themselves, they project onto everybody else. They have to make videos every day looking at themselves, doing whatever. I'm waiting for someone to put a video up that they're taking a piss. That's just how self-indulgent they are out here. What I have learned really quick, okay, maybe not so quick, is number one, you can't always talk to family members because even family members don't have your best interest in mind. They would rather lecture then listen. And I might have even talked about that last week. I'm thinking I've sat through enough lectures from people that know what the hell they're talking about than to sit through another one. I've concluded that what I feel, how I feel, and how I process 
is for me. There are other people that process the way I process. And as they say, that's my tribe. The others outside, the ones that say, get over it, it's in the past. You know, you can't live in the past and blah, blah, blah. No, you can't live in the past. But it's interesting what you think of as the present is happening. So to pretend that there's not some part of the past in your brain or to deny it, you're denying yourself at the same time you try to challenge the credibility of someone you don't really know. When you're told that you're not as smart as you think you are, that hits a nerve because I don't need to tout my credentials to impress anybody. I don't have to. So when a person or people come to you and they're on that level, you don't give them credence. You ignore and you live your life and you show the best you that you know how to show. You don't have anybody to answer to. We're all adults. I don't answer to anybody, but when I do go out, I do let my son know where I'm going. If he's not home when I get back, I do let him know I'm home. Mainly because I have health issues. That's why. And he actually worries about me. There's no love like the love of your son. It's just different. Would I feel the same if I had a daughter? I don't know. I don't have a daughter. But to get unconditional love, from a little boy that you raised to a man and to see what he's become, I don't need validation from anybody else. Watching the success of my son is validation enough. I don't need a pat on the back. I don't need to put anybody else down. I don't need to insult anybody else's intelligence. Will I do it in a heartbeat? I am that person. But I'm also the person that will think about it for a couple of days and vent and be pissed and restart my podcast. And that's what I did. It doesn't do me any good to say, well, okay, so I'm going to diss this person here or diss that person there. It, it's okay. I'm on a different level anyway. And when you, when you don't understand the spirituality of somebody else, why attempt to condemn them? It's not necessary. However, if you're the type of person that shows your spirituality all over the damn place, you know, that you claim to be, I do question, uh, what's the end game? What's the purpose of actually telling anybody all of these things that you do? The reason I say that is because I've been doing what I do since I was 13 years old. And I might say so myself, and no, it's not narcissistic. I'm very good at what I do. And I take my time and I take pride because I charge for my services. If I feel there is a problem with you or something else is going on, I will not perform the service. I will not just take your money like that. So I have a code of ethics that I follow for what I do. You won't see me bragging all over the internet. I do A, B, C, D. I'm the type of person that if I feel something, I'll call you up and say, hey, watch out for this, watch out for that. I'll pop up the reading and send you the reading. You know, sometimes you don't have to pay me. I feel something, I'll send you a reading. 
I don't have to brag about it and think I am about it to do so. I'm covering all the bases today because I am about that life today. I don't perform a service and half-ass do it because I let my clientele. If they're coming to me too much, tell them, hey, wait a while, you know, you've got X, Y, Z going on and back-to-back things are not going to tell you anything different. So maybe wait a couple months, hit me up, we'll sit down and we'll talk. I don't show up online, mail, whatever. I am not present to do a half-assed job to receive any other service. I'm not that person. If I tell you something's going to be there, it's going to be there. If I get slowed down because I have so many going at one time, I will call you or text you or message you that, hey, I'm running a little behind. Give me a little while longer. And it's there. I respect my clientele. What I do is fun. I study it religiously. I don't need to talk about it and and brag to people of what I do. I see what I see. Now, if you don't see the same thing, that's perfectly fine because a lot of people don't. But I have myself in a position in different groups that we all have the same abilities. And it's just within that group that is talked about. Because if it's outside the group, you're going to get the the Debbie Downers and the naysayers or people thinking you're crazy. I've heard it all. I've heard it all. Not crazy. I can be, especially when unintelligent people try to say, I'm not intelligent. And I'm thinking, well, it's such a simple word. Can you spell it? It's kind of like I saw on Facebook a few days ago, somebody put up their aggravated, I'm not going to name the person, but they put up about aggravation and put up, you know, when somebody loses somebody, you lost them, L-O-S-S. You didn't lost them, L-O-S-T, but they do it all the time. This isn't what you learned in school, or did you fail that part of grammar? Or you feel, you don't feel, you feel something. You fill a cup. This is what I see all day long. I just shake my head or I'll start talking about it to my son. And he says, mom, you complain about the same thing every day. I do, I do. Because America and the people that are in it, some of them have been completely dumbed down or they feel that they have to speak that way because of the company they keep, whatever they're doing. I don't know, but it grinds my gears. And it probably shouldn't because it's not coming out of my mouth when it's not coming from my hands onto a keyboard, but when you see some of the stuff, it's just like, really? Grammar 101, I don't know, second grade spelling. But I digress, I went to a private school, so. It's interesting when you take on a clientele and you're truly happy with your clientele. I do have one that drives me completely bonkers. And I'm still here, I still listen, but drives me freaking nuts. And no, it's not the X, but it boggles my mind how much can go on in the mind and how so many people place blame on things that are exterior. Things that are exterior that you have to ingest for it to become interior. 
it's kind of like, if there's a problem with that, don't take it. You know, don't take it. And it's my mind getting around the way people think around here. It's it's coming together. And I, I feel like I've been sitting out on an island just watching with a, a big old pair of uh, binoculars, just watching what goes around. You know, if you if you watch what's happening around you, you can pick out the leaders. You really can. You can pick out the leaders by the way they walk, by the way they talk, by the way they conduct their business, by what they do in the community. You can tell your leaders. The ones that aren't leaders are the ones that sit back. They talk about everybody. Everything that they do in their life, you see on video. They constantly put down other people while thinking they look good doing it. My grandma always told me, God don't like ugly and very little pretty. And I think I was an adult before I figured out what the hell that meant. Because grandma said some strange things. It makes more sense now when I come here because they ain't pretty. They're just ugly. Their ways are, their, their hearts are just not pure. And it's okay. Like I said, everybody has an angle. Everybody has to make their way in this world the best way they know how. As long as that way isn't insulting to someone you decide you want to speak to. I've seen a lot of that as well. Things in this town get around so fast for people to claim that they don't know the person, they don't know what they look like, they don't talk to the person, anything. For them to claim for everything they don't do, things get around so fast in this town. I've heard so many times that certain people don't deal with certain people. And then I see a video pop up and they're together. See, boo-boo, you thought I was going to talk trash about him. No, no, I'm not. If we don't vibe, we just don't vibe. I'm okay with that. I'll say that. But how many of you say all these things just to spout out and you forget what you said? And then when it comes back to you, you're in denial. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. How many of you has that happened to? See, that doesn't happen to me. If I feel that I want to say something about somebody, I choose my words very carefully. Because even when you do that, the words get twisted around. It's like a bad game of telephone. It gets twisted around by the time it actually gets to the person. So I try to say it so if I'm going to say something, kind of say it so they kind of can't understand it. So when I pass it along, I'm looking at people like, huh? What are you talking about? But I try not to say anything to somebody else that I wouldn't say to the person's face. There's no sense in talking about somebody behind their back when you can talk about them to their face. But be ready for what happens after that. You step in that space, then that person has the right to step in that space. That's it. Say what you have to say and move on. There's no need for a long drawn out beef, trying to get everybody around you to hate each other. Let's all hate on one person. Let's all hate on this person. That doesn't make any sense. This doesn't build community. I don't know what their idea of building a community is, but pitting one person against another person doesn't build community. You can do that in your own family. Hell, it is done in the families. I spent majority of my life being the outcast of the family. I don't need to be told, oh, you are never the outcast. Yeah, don't know me. That's my response. You don't know me. We're not close. Because of my life. Because I did X, Y, Z. But the younger ones that came after me, thankfully, they have it a little bit easier. Me personally, I still stay away. If, if there's tension, people don't hear from me. 
I don't care if it's a, a business that I visited. I don't care if I was consistent and I don't like change. So I'm the type that when I find something, I am very loyal until I've had enough. This is why I don't go to a certain barbecue place out here anymore. I was religious every week. And the food quality got crappy. The customer service got crappy. I stopped going. So that's the other thing. I'm used to customer service being pretty decent. I mean, there's incidents that have happened before to where you go in the store and the person is just an ass. You know, they throw their money at you. I'm the type. I'll throw it back at you. Dare you to do something. You know, I've had things like that happen growing up. And you expect that someplace because, you know, some people just don't like you when you walk at the door. It's okay. You learn once, and then you turn around and say, you know what? They don't need my service. And it's okay. But what grinds the gears is when you have a whole community saying, patronize these businesses. Keep the money in the community. I'm walking around saying, why? Customer service is crappy. And I'm sure when somebody makes this or whatever, I'll see a video popping up talking about their customer service is good, blah, blah, blah. I'm here to tell you it's all bad. And I'm not the only one. I can go back and read reviews of a lot of places out here, how they talk about how bad the customer service is. Now I'm sure I'm gonna see another view, uh, video when somebody says, well, here are the reviews to my business and my business is like this. Of course, you can pick out all the, the good ones and show them. I dig a little bit deeper. I am the one that does a complete search on a person. Because when you're shady, you're going to find the shadiness. That's just life. But why not try something different? Why not step out on faith and say, today, I'm going to do something good. Today, I'm going to help somebody. Today, I'm not going to think just about myself, not just about my kids, not just about my job. I am going to think of somebody else. What can I do to enhance their day? It doesn't have to be monetary, people. It doesn't take money to be a nice person. It doesn't take money to give somebody decent customer service. It doesn't take money to have an establishment people can come into where it's not all gossipy. It takes common courtesy, kindness. Now, I'm not the type that's all light and rainbows and this, that, and the other. No, I believe there's a light and there's a shadow. And there's a shadow out here right now. But when people don't recognize the shadow, they continue doing these things thinking they're they're not wrong. People want to claim that they don't have a seat at the table. Yeah, I'm back to that again. And I'm, I'm in this, this paradox of myself. I can fit into both worlds. But, you know, and my friends that know me know this. I am too white for the black community and I am too black for the white community. But I can fit into both. I do have a preference. I will not say. Those of you that have known me most of my life know what my preference is. But when you can fit into both worlds and make change happen, why is that so bad? If you can approach people and meet them where they are and together, you can get things done. Why does it matter which side you're on? Why does it matter which table you sit at? I don't think it should. This is how much tunnel vision is out here. You back out to the sand. You're out on the sand 
waiting for crumbs to be handed down to you so you can flavor your little packets a little bit more and think you have something. I don't understand grown people putting their cleavage online, putting their behinds online. Don't nobody want to see that shit. And yes, I do scroll by after I talk about it, but I do scroll by. When you put positive messages up, look what happens. Look what happens. I can put up positive messages and I'll get the same ones that comment on it. I put up something that's negative, comments come out the woodworks. People would rather see bad than good, and but tell you something differently. I got a ride from a stranger the other day. And, you know, only out here would I do that. Got a ride to a friend's house. And, you know, the lady was asking me what I do and everything, and I was telling her a bit about it. So I kind of sensed that we were of opposite parties, political-wise. So she tells me, well, good luck with your, your democratic community. And it was kind of sarcastic. So as I'm getting out of her car, the person I'm supporting for mayor, I told her, now make sure you vote for him. And she just had this look on her face. I just laughed. I was like, ma'am, thank you so much for the ride. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a really nice evening. That was very kind of you to do what you did. And she started laughing. She said, you know, you're very welcome. I'm just a kind person. I said, yes, you are. Good night. But as I'm walking away, I lost it. I had to crack up because the look on her face when I said, support this person right here when you vote was priceless. Because at first she started asking me, she says, she, like, I think she barely looked at me. She's like, are you even old enough to vote or are you a, a new voter? I turned around and I said, ma'am, I'm 53 years old. She said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no problem. I'm not ashamed of my age. It was just kind of, in that moment, I'm like, look at me. Don't look through me. If you look at me, you can see the battle scars on my face. You can see the battle scars in my eyes. You can see the worn in my eyes. Yes, I'm very much old enough to vote. My eyes tell a story. I will look at you and hear what you're saying and look right through you. I will feel your energy and know that your energy isn't correct. People that go on a tangent about what they do, what they have, what they can do, blah, 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 they're full of shit. Plain and simple. If you were really about it, you wouldn't have to brag about it. You wouldn't. If this was really happening, you would not have to keep showing pictures of what's happening. You would live your life content and mind your business. You would not be online bragging, I do this, I do this, I offer this, I do this. But no, you wouldn't do it. Be about your life. Because if you are becoming a mover and a shaker, people will know. People will notice. If you are operating a business or you want to start a business, you don't have to blast it all over kingdom come. Just start doing it. People will notice. Word of mouth will travel, and it would be good word of mouth. That's what you want. You want good word of mouth. That's a damn shame. People can come to this town, and everybody knows who not to go around, who not to deal with. That's pitiful. That is pitiful. And the thing is, they don't care. So, uh, excuse me for a second. There's a little background noise you guys might hear, and I think it's the people upstairs. So, 
If you hear some lady screaming, it's just upstairs. But anyway, I'm noticing a lot of things more now and I'm a little more comfortable here. Um, I'm more comfortable in my room than I am going out. I'm still introverted, but I'm becoming more extroverted, which kind of scares me. So I am backing off a little bit. Um, like I said, my circle is small. You just, you know, you learn who, who you can deal with and who you can't. And some of the best businesses that I've seen so far was by word of mouth. I didn't see a lot of advertising for it. You know, I, it's by word of mouth and, you know, you call and you talk to the person and, and I'm sitting here going, well, shit, I got to save money for this service. I'm okay with that. This person is about their business. I am so okay with saving money to have this service. But I sit back and I think, there's only certain neighborhoods in Chicago that some of these people would, would make it. Now I'm not gonna call out what neighborhoods they would make. I'm just saying, there's only certain neighborhoods they'd be able to make it in with the things that go on. Everybody wants respect. That's not a lot to ask for. As a matter of fact, the one person that I figured I was going to have an issue with because they were just so hmm, disrespectful when I first met them, actually, we get along for the most part. I, I am part of something else with this person. And I think he actually runs this thing that I'm a part of and also seconded the motion for me to be in there. Maybe we can collaborate and work on some things together. That would be perfect. But there's always that but. I am keeping my eyes open. A strong woman is a hmm, kind of like a very strong beacon shining down. It's like a spotlight on women that are strong. It doesn't matter the color of my skin. On some points, that when a person is assertive and passionate about what they want to do, what they want to see, their beliefs, whatever, it's uh, and they're legitimate. It's it's rare, and you know it's interesting when when people you meet are like that, and you just kind of have an instant connection. And I'm thinking about you know the connections that I'm letting go, and it's not something that you know oh hey I'm sad whatever. It's kind of like you know some people come into your life for a season. And sometimes that season ends. That's fine. You know, so it's one of those things that you take it as you get it. And you move on and you be the best you that you can be. There's nothing wrong with that. Love on yourself. It's your mental health you have to worry about, not somebody else's. Unless you're in front of that person when they snap off, then I worry. I see out here, mental health services are deplorable. And it's not just me saying it, it's other women saying it. Mental health services out here are deplorable. So I created my own group. There's a lot of groups out there but I've created my own group where we can support each other, build each other up, come in there and just vent. It's safe, non-judgmental, and people can post anonymously. That's the best part about it. Because when you live in a town where everybody gossip about everybody, you're not that anonymous. You're just not. You might think you're anonymous, but there's somebody 
peep in everything that you do. I have had, or I have seen, people try to emulate what I do. It's kind of funny. You know, I know the real deal. But, you know, I don't say anything. I just kind of watch and shake my head. It's kind of like watching a giant scam. And shit, there's enough of those going on already out here. It's kind of like put yourself in a position that somebody that comes through wants to work with you. They want to talk to you, find out what you know. Put yourself in a position where you're a pleasant person to be around. A person can sit down and have a drink and you can just BS. It's okay. You can BS about the good old times. In my case, it would be the 70s and the 80s. You know, I still listen to 60s and 70s music. I have no clue what's on the radio right now because it's garbage. And I sit back and I remember my grandmother saying the same thing about the music I listened to growing up. You're listening to all that garbage. Garbage in, garbage out. I never believed that statement was true until I was an adult and I started listening to my son's music or when he was a teenager. And yeah, garbage in, garbage out. You know, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like a soul train. It's got a good beat. Other than that, goodbye. But if you walk around and as you hear the, the music blasting from different parts of the cement, it's garbage in, garbage out. People actually believe that what these people are saying, they're actually doing. What they're doing is making a, you know, making an impression on you. And if, if that's what it takes to impress you, you have no standards. You really do. But what if we all tried to sit down at a very, very, very long table and we just broke bread together? You're passing the dishes around the table. You break bread together. You say grace together. Of course, if I say it, the table might collapse. But hey, I'm willing to go there. What if? and you talk to each other, not about each other, what would that look like? It would scare the shit out of some people that they can actually sit down and have a conversation and actually be heard. You ever have a conversation and you're talking to somebody and, and the person is trying to nicely and validate how you feel. And they never shut up. So you're in the background. All you hear is, man, 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 man. And then on the other side, you hear, but, but, but. It's like a messed up record because the person doesn't shut up. That's happened twice to me. Twice. In the family. But oh, they love me. Yeah, I believe that. Like the hangnail I have on my finger right now. You know what it takes to love somebody? Authenticity. If you're not authentic with me, I've already seen past you a long time ago. I just haven't said anything. People can smell fake. But, you know, sometimes people don't understand that. But you can smell fake. Authenticity means nothing because they feel that they are authentic. I can count on my hands, my feet, my teeth when I put them in. How many authentic people? I don't know. But I am the one that I'm looked at funny because I'm very blunt. 
and I have this tongue that is very forked, and I give zero fucks. Take me as I am, or don't take me at all. I will not cry. But I don't like fake people. I really don't. There is nothing fake on me. I don't know the first thing about putting makeup on. The eyelash thing looks really, really stupid to me. And it can cause like some little things to grow on your eyelashes. The wigs and the weaves and all that. I don't even know the difference with all of that. It's just my nails, they grow, they break. There's no, just why? I like to be my authentic self. I'm just picturing some of these, these people that's anywhere, women anywhere. The way they dress, I'm, I'm thinking, you know what? I want you to stand on this corner tonight. I want you to bring me $1,500 by in the morning. That's what it looks like. And, and this is anywhere, not just here, it's anywhere. But these people that do this, and they have male friends, male callers. Do they ever see them without it? I'm thinking, you see all of this war paint on people, and the first thing I'm thinking when all of that comes out, somebody's running. Somebody, to see all of that, which would be, people don't even know what their natural beauty looks like anymore. You could be unattractive and still be naturally beautiful. Yeah, you can be unattractive and still be beautiful. When you have all this other crap all over you, when you take it all off, it's scary. It really is scary because I've never seen the authentic you. So yeah, I'll do a double take. You'll see it on my face, whatever. The bottom line is, I am trying to figure out how to get people to come together, break bread, and just talk. Some of y'all might really need a little something else to talk. My son and I, we talk anywhere and we talk all the time. We just don't care. We just talk. But we like to talk to intelligent people. And we limit ourselves when you talk to people that aren't intelligent. You limit yourself. And neither one of us are trying to limit ourselves. We're trying to grow ourselves. We're trying to be our best selves. Whatever that looks like to him, whatever it looks like to me, we're trying to be our best selves. Now, for those of the family persuasion that don't believe that people can have trauma that carries over into their adult life, I say this. Nobody was around when I was a kid. Nobody else lived in my household. Nobody else saw what went on between my parents. You believed a lie from a man that was nothing but a chronic liar. That's your choice. Don't dismiss how I feel and what I have carried for so many years. Because it doesn't go away in my head when I close my eyes that my father never protected me. Why am I the way I am? I've had to be. I was an adult at 10 years old. I should not have been. As much as I hated that damn Lutheran school, being in school was my happy place. High school was my happy place. My grades were good because I had nothing else to do. I didn't go to prom. I didn't go to homecoming. I studied and I played sports. Whatever I could do to stay away from the home, I did it. Do not make it seem like I am disingenuous when I say these things make you who you are. Because whatever happened with you made you what you are. If you come from a place of ignorance, guess what? You're going to be ignorant. Why not break the cycle? Why bury it and say it never happened? Why not try to heal from it? You can't move on from it, but you can try to heal yourself. 
But see, I digress because that's too much intelligence to absorb because it's not happening to you. You can't absorb the, the energy from that. If it didn't happen to you, it didn't happen. Well, well, the world is a lot bigger than that. When somebody tells you, and they say something to the fact of, you know, people that think they're intelligent, but they don't know it all. I don't recall bragging about my intelligence. Believe me, I don't have to. I don't have to. You can just go in certain situations and sit back and observe and then try to have a conversation and they have to keep asking you, huh? Huh? What you talking about? So I don't have to say anything. This is how it was growing up. This is why you don't see me. This is why I cut one cousin completely out of my life. She does not exist. And I don't care. I've come to the point of why be disheartened by the way people treat you when they don't know you. I've created my own family. Some of my cousins, my older cousins, I love them, but I haven't seen them probably since I was a kid. I saw some at the old man's funeral, but, you know, and we talked, but it was like very chilly. So, you know, I know my place. My place is with my son. And for 28 years, that's what I've always said. My place is with my son. You can't allow yourself to give time to someone that's going to come at you with neg negative energy. Because your energy is already tipsy-topsy-turvy and everything else was inside you that you're trying to get a handle on. So when people come to you with negative energy, right away, right away, in your mind, reroute that conversation. Let them say what they want to say because obviously they have a beef. Don't, don't make them feel less than because they have a beef. As, as they're making you feel less than because of the way you feel. Coming out of the conversation. Your worth to yourself is more important than that conversation. People have real hurts. Understand that. When you can start to figure out how things work and how they shift, things start to make a lot more sense. And you can sit back and say, wow, okay, it's like this. I got this. I can maneuver in this. That's the point I had to come to when I moved here. I've got this. It's very different than what I'm used to. Um, it's like it's like the reverse of this town that I used to live by called Beecher. In Beecher, we, we knew, you know, black people knew to get out when it got dark. It was still a sundown town. Even though they deny it, it was a sundown town. And uh, for those of you that don't know what that is, that is a town that is white. And they want to keep it that way. And if you are a black or brown person and you come into this town or you're Asian or anything else, before it gets dark, be out of that town because they will chase you out. That's a sundown town. And other places that I've lived close to were the same way, across the border. Here is like a reverse, you know, like your own people don't want you. That's the funniest thing. Your own people don't want you. Well, I've seen this game before. I lived this game. They'll smile in your face, talk with you for a little while, and then start posting shit that's supposed to be cryptic because they think that the other person is not intelligent enough to figure out, you know, once they decipher the spelling. Why? So much energy on such garbage because they have nothing else to do. Oh, why don't they have anything else to do? 
Think about this. If you have all this energy, and that's with anybody, all this energy to create all this chaos, you're not making the money you claim to make, are you? Because if you're making the money that you're claiming to make and you're doing the good that you're claiming to do, God damn it, you don't have time to do anything else. I have to find the time to do a podcast. That's why it's out on a Friday because I've actually been busy all week. And I'm going to be busy in a little while and then I'm going to be busy later on. So if you are constantly busy and you're doing something that's productive and that's positive, you don't have time for all the other shit you put out there. Tell me I'm wrong. Wake up, people. There are bigger issues than our little petty selves. We are a small pebble living in a big-ass rock. Every day, somebody else is trying to take away somebody else's rights. We have people that never got vaccinated that are getting sicker now, and they're going to the hospital, and they're taking up all the resources. They believe it's real when they get it. They start begging for the shots when, they, when they're in there halfway dead. Well, I'm of the type that says, you know what? People talk a lot of shit. I get that. But if you don't believe in something, don't show up and take resources. Go home and let your God figure it out. It's not real. This is how people live their lives. It's not real until it happens to them. Well, in my case, mental health issues was always a real thing in my life because I've seen it. I've lived with it. And then it hit me. No shame in my game. But if you're not walking in my shoes, don't pretend to know how the hell I feel. Because what you'll get is an earful of how I really feel about you. People, life is too short. Life is too short for all the pettiness that we see. Let's come together and break bread. Why am I the only person around here that says that? Let's come together and break bread. I'll bring a whole loaf of bread. Okay, a loaf and a half. But why am I the only person out here that says that? What I hear is, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, not doing a God-blessed thing. Think about it, people. Come together. Stand up for one purpose, for the betterment of the country, for the betterment of yourself. Don't brag about it. Do it. Think of a way that you can help your fellow man or woman and help yourself and help the kids and help your neighborhood. There's a way to do it. Figure out how to make all of them cohabitate within your soul. Once you do that, notice how much nicer your life gets. Notice how much less you have to brag about what you supposedly have. Notice how the gossip stops. Notice how things pick up for you. All you gotta do is be authentic to yourself. If you're fake to yourself, you're fake to the world. I would like to know the real you. That's it. I just want to know the real you. So next week, unless I get this system up running the way I want to run it and I do a practice thing on it, you'll hear from me next week. If not, you won't hear that part that I'm trying to do. So for today, you all have an awesome, awesome day and a great weekend. I will be on the radio today at 5 o'clock on Dub City Radio. You can find that on 365.com or live365.com. And it's going to be my girl Goldie and me, the Duchess. Come hear what we have to say. I'm sure it's going to be, yeah, interesting because we're unfiltered. Give us a listen. Uh, you can write to either one of us online. We'll see it. And we'll give you a shout out or whatever. But people, please think. Please come together. Put your hands together. Get down on your knees. Yes, folks, I get down on my knees now. Ooh. Things happen when you are more enlightened and more awakened to who you really are. 
write one down and send one up. Peace out.